Ah, yes, my good people of the YouTube and social media world, we are going to have a great video today because, hold on, one of the things I'm going to be talking about, I need to, going to text real quick an email of a client to my assistant. All right, so. Let's get this show on the road, huh? Killer intro in three, two, one. and welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claims Show on YouTube. That's right, I say on YouTube because not only do we have this Commercial Claims Show, but we also have my computer here showing? Okay, good. Not only do we have the Commercial Claims Show on YouTube, but we also have the Claims Game Podcast. If you can go on YouTube, you will see it here in the channel, but you could also go on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, which I think Google Play is soon becoming Google Podcast, but I already looked, it's on there too. So you could get the uh, podcast there there on YouTube as well. And then we also have uh, two free webinars that we'd offer. we've offered, uh, how to grow your business and how sort of my insurance claim flow is. So you could check that out as well here on the YouTube channel. And then we also have our blog. If you go to www.commercialclaimsadvocate.com, you will see our blog. All this stuff comes out basically once a month. So every week we like to come out with something new, something fresh for you to check out. This week is the Commercial Claim Show on YouTube. And this week I'm going to sort of tell you how we're able to do all this stuff, how we're able to social media. So I'm giving you what I like to call a top 10, okay? I haven't done a top 10 in a while. You're gonna see a list here and you're gonna see a list here. And it's gonna be the top 10 ways to social media and top 10 ways to social media as a public adjuster to try to grow your business because that's at the end of the day what you need to do. Now, I am a type of person where I believe the best way to network is to grow good, strong relationships with people. Try to meet them in person. Try to meet a, a roofer, a plumber, or any potential claims. Meet with them in person so you can grow your business. However, as you know, social media is where it's at. It is the future and the future is here. And it's time for you to utilize social media because, well, number one, it's free right? It's free. It, it does take some time and it does take some consistency, but it's free. Did I mention it was free? So, you know, you just got to post some stuff and you have to have a strategy. It's always good to have a strategy. So I'm going to give you my top 10 ways to basically social media, top 10 ways to sort of strategize and post stuff and some of the stuff that you should be posting in order for you to be successful on social media so that you could in turn get more claims and get more work. So without further ado, Drum roll. Number 10, okay? Know your target audience, okay? As public adjusters, our target audience, it can vary, believe it or not, depending on the claims you want to specialize in. I know everybody wants to specialize in commercial claims because those are the big claims. But let me tell you something about commercial claims. They're not always big. Sometimes the commercial claims are just a small building or a small office or a small, I don't know, dental office or just a small building or a house could be much bigger. So if you think that commercial claims are just the only thing that you want, that's not the case. There are some big houses. For example, if you want to target big, rich, 
people with huge, massive houses, well then maybe that's your target audience that you want, okay? And you could target those people in particular to try to get, uh, to try to get um, as much as possible. To try to get to try to get all that all those claims. Sorry, I'm getting a call coming in, and it's like ah, I'm gonna have to cut. This is Vince. So what's up, Ralph? All right, cool. Thanks. Sorry about that. We continue. It's good to know your target audience. It's very important who you want to target. Commercial people like me, for instance, I, a lot of my target honestly is public adjusters because this is what I'm doing is targeting public adjusters. But I do also target uh, commercial claims, big wig people, and just homeowners itself. Uh, but it could be it could be a lot. It could be a lot of different things. So know your target audience. Okay. Also, if you want to target construction people and LinkedIn, it's very good. You can contact general contractors and roofers and just people who are in the construction industry. Those are going to be good referral sources for you too. So also a very good target audience. Number nine, know your communication and social media channel. This is like two in one because I wanted to get it into 10. Know your social media and communication channel. By social media channel, I'm going to say you've got three really good ones that you want to choose from. And I'm going to tell you which one I like best if you want to really grow your business. You've got what? You've got LinkedIn for business, you've got Facebook for clients, and you've got Instagram for just sort of like lifestyle, right? Because it's all photos. For me personally, you're gonna get probably some pretty good referrals on LinkedIn and on Facebook. That's gonna be your two best. The, the Instagram, yeah, of course you might get a couple of referrals here and there, but you know, it's, it's, it's more like a lifestyle thing. You want to basically sort of be promoting the cool lifestyle of a public adjuster. I'm not afraid to say that it is a cool lifestyle. Okay. We make our own schedule. We build our own dreams. So come on now. So you want to choose, you don't want to choose, but you want to see which one is you're going to be getting the most. I get a lot of good reaction personally from LinkedIn and Facebook. That's for me, but know what they're offering, right? Like LinkedIn is very professional. It's very business. Make sure you keep it professional, keep it business, not with like some wacky stories and stuff. Facebook is kind of the same, but you're also probably going to be, there's going to be a lot of, of clients that are going to look you up on Facebook. So make sure you have a good solid page. Uh, a lot of clients are going to be looking you up on Facebook as opposed to LinkedIn. It's going to be other professionals, B2B type thing that they're going to be looking into your profile and stuff like that. Facebook is going to be more for your clients to really look you up when you go visit them or when you give them your information, they're probably going to go on Facebook. And like I said, Instagram, honestly, I don't think it's totally necessary for what we're doing, but if you want to do it, like I said, that's more like of a lifestyle. Hey, I'm a public adjuster. It's the weekend I'm going on the boat because I have enough money to do that and fish and stuff like that. I think that's totally okay. The good news is that when you do one post, a lot of times you could sort of, they go across all three. So that's good. So I said, know your communication social media channel. I gave you the social media channel. Communication. What are you best at out of the big three? And the big three are speech, writing, and video. By speech, a podcast, right? Is something that maybe you could be good at if you're really good at talking. By writing a blog, you want to maybe have a blog so you have some content out there. And by video is videos like this, which would be YouTube. So know which one you're best at and when you post your social media stuff, choose one of the three. If you like to write, I will tell you, you can get a long way with a blog. And I'm going to get into a landing page later, but you could really get a long way to a blog. I, this is the second time I promote him and I've never even met him in person, but Chip Merlin has a fantastic blog, a very well-known blog in our industry. 
excuse me, that you should definitely check it out. And it's just a blog. He's also got videos and stuff like that now, but his blog is actually pretty famous and he's got some really good articles. So check that out. And if you're a really good writer, there's no reason why you can't succeed writing a weekly or daily blog about your experiences and about policies and stuff like that, which I'm going to get into the next thing. So anyway, yeah, so which one are you best at? For me, obviously video I feel very comfortable with. I had a travel channel with the wife a long time ago, make it work and travel, and I got really good at sort of editing and being in front of the camera and stuff like that, so it's helped me a lot. But either way, figure out which one you're best at, choose that one, and the other avenues, try them anyway though, right? Podcasts, stuff like that, it can't hurt. Number, see, I always have them number seven. I have it one, two, three instead of 10, nine, eight. Number seven is make your content engaging, okay? Of course, people do not just wanna see you promoting your business. That's not what people wanna see, okay? People do not just wanna say, hey, we'll sign your claim up and we'll get you a lot of money. That's not the way it goes. Make sure it's content that people actually wanna read. So there's several ways that you can do that. Uh, one of the things is you could uh, do educational stuff for, for policyholders. Me, I started like that. I got so upset and I got just sort of pissed that every time I walked into a house, they had a 10K water damage limit, or they had no water damage coverage, or they had a contractor right to repair, and that was just annoying. So what I did, I just basically took my camera and I just started videotaping myself saying, beware of 10K water damage limits, beware of contractor right to repair, beware of when you get your policy, make sure you give it to somebody that knows what they're doing that they can read it for you, because if not, you're going to get screwed. Educational contact like that. Um, good content also is what to do before a claim in case a claim happens, what to do immediately after a claim in case a claim happens, how to prepare yourself for a hurricane, how to prepare yourself for a fire, whatever it is, there's a ton of content that will be valuable for the target audience that you are going for. Even roofers and contractors and stuff put out content that basically just sort of helps them understand how they could help you. So any kind of content that's good. Um, also good like statistics, hurricane statistics, claim statistics, property damage articles that you find. When I first started and I was just posting myself and myself and myself, every once in a while I would just do a Google search, property damage, just Google search, and you go to news, and you find articles and just share those articles. Read through them first and make sure they're relevant and then share the content that you're coming out with, which is good. As long as it's interesting, and you'll find a lot of people are interested in that stuff because they they're not looking for it themselves, but it comes on their feed. So make your content engaging. It's very important to your audience and it's something that you know they're gonna get from you. Um, number six is use Canva. Okay, most of you probably don't even know what this is. Hopefully most of you actually do, but Canva is a free and easy way that you could design your posts. It is fantastic. You basically just take a photo or they provide you with templates and backgrounds and all different kinds of sizes for Instagram. Uh, LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube thumbnails is how I do all my thumbnails and you could design it and you just do a quick YouTube search on how to sort of do it and you could learn it in 15 minutes and how to create some really cool designs. Again, make the content engaging, right? So use Canva so that they could basically allow you to make that content engaging. It could really make your Instagram pretty engaging as well. So just an idea, use Canva because that's what we use. Number five is probably, in my opinion, one of the most important things. Use CoSchedule. CoSchedule is another app, and it's not expensive. I don't know exactly how much it is. I'll maybe put it in the description below. But it's basically an app where you could schedule all of your posts for the month. Don't bog yourself down with every day having to post something. 
if you could try to just get a few articles, a few photos, a few, I don't know, cool posts or whatever, however it is that you're feeling, just a handful of stuff, and then you could schedule out for the entire month. Obviously, the first few months, you're gonna have to come up with as much content as possible. Schedule it out. The whole month is done. You don't have to worry about it again. Any new content that you get throughout the month, you could either post it yourself, and it will know that you posted something, or you could just save it for the next month. The beauty of it is CoSchedule knows when you have repeated the same content. So what happens is after three months, you could start regurgitating some of the old content and it knows if the people are already been, have seen this content too much and it won't post that, it'll post something from even further back. Or the next month it'll post something from either further back or whatever, but it will never be, it will never be overwhelming and it will never be repeated so often that the people will know. Use CoSchedule. If you could learn anything here, not even Canva, I would say CoSchedule is the way to go. Again, quick YouTube searches will teach you exactly how to use it. You can learn it rather quickly and it will be a game changer because let me tell you something about this social media. Somebody who's always in your face with stuff every single day. It is a lot of work, okay? It is a lot of work and you need to just make sure that if you have it all scheduled out, it's not gonna become that much work. Maybe just in the beginning of the month, but that's it. The rest of the month, you're pretty much free. Um, one thing that's important, number I think four, be active and answer everybody. It's one thing that I pride myself on and I think most of the people who are watching this will know that if you send me a message, I always respond and I try to respond during that same day. Be active and answer everybody because if you're not, even if you're posting every day, it will eventually catch on and people will just know that you're just a guy who just doesn't respond to anybody. So be active, answer everyone. Number three, two, oh my God, I don't know if I'm a number what or a number what. Anyway, next one, landing page, email marketing. Here's the difference, okay? You do a landing page, and I've done one before. You can do one on MailChimp, okay? But you could also do one on like Wix and stuff like that. Very, very easy. It's not that hard to do. Um, you do a landing page. It is one page. It's not your typical website where it's like a home about and contact us and everything like that. Super simple. One page. You just put your information. Again, YouTube search, Google search, and just sort of quick ways to build a landing page. And then you want to have something that's going to attract the audience so that you can get their email. I can do a whole other video on this and there's plenty of videos on how to do a good one, but you want something attention grabbing. For example, on my website, um, if you go to www.commercialclaims.com, I'm going to put it here. Uh, you could see I have a free guide that I give away of how to build a successful business as a public adjuster. It is a three-page guide, guys. It's not that complicated. Uh, I put it together rather quickly. Had somebody on uh, had somebody on Fiverr design it for me, and the rest is history. And it's on there forever. And it's 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 important stuff. It's not a lot of information, but it's a way of getting your email address, and it's a way for you to get other people's email addresses as well. Why is this important? Because on social media, you can have over a thousand followers, but half or more of those people are never really seeing your stuff. Only the people who are like true fans are really seeing it. When you build an email list, there's nothing more important because an email list are actually true people who want to see your content. These are people who are going out of their way to put their email address so that you could basically, I don't want to use the word spam them, but you can at least send them updates of different things. And again, they're true people who really want it. Our dropout rate is not very high because the people who actually put their email addresses are people who want to see our content. So 
get yourself something that you could give away that could be useful, whatever it may be, whether it be a free guide. Honestly, I think the best thing you could do is a PDF. Just spend the time, a few days, building together a cool little PDF of some decent information for policyholders, for public adjusters, whatever, and maybe you'll get some emails. That way, even if you have 10, that's 10 emails, that's 10 people who are going to be really wanting your stuff and wanting to actually listen to it. So if you can get a good good grip on contractors or plumbers or whoever, or even just homeowners and stuff that want to see any kind of new updates that you've got, that email list is gonna go a long way. Even if it's just 10 or 100, it's gonna go because those are true, true fans. So build a landing page, I suggest, and just something catchy to collect the email addresses. Um, I think we're like in either number three or number two, I don't know, uh, Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Facebook ads, why are Facebook ads so good? I know that uh, Gary Vee talks about this a lot. Facebook ads are good because you could really get your target that you want. For example, Hurricane Michael was in the panhandle. Would have been a great time for you to put some Facebook ads on how you could help people recover money from their Hurricane Michael claim. And you could zero in to like right into Mexico Beach or right in Panama City. And you could zero in with just like a 10 mile radius. And you could break down who you want to meet, business owners or homeowners or, or just constructor, or construction people, roofers, whoever it is. You could zero in on those people and you could target those people and those people will see the, your ads right in front of them. We have not used Facebook ads, so I don't know how much I've used it in the past, but we have not in the Commercial Claims Advocate used it, but it is in our plans to start using it eventually once we've got some more products that we're going to be selling because it does work. LinkedIn ads, very, very expensive. I wouldn't even recommend it. Unless you've got the money to put it, then go for it, okay? The good thing about LinkedIn is you're probably gonna get some really good direct referrals off of it, so go for it. It's just much, much, much more expensive than Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Number two, I would say if you do start really rolling, and this is just from my experience, I started this all by myself. I would put out this weekly video all by myself. I would put out all my posts on a daily basis all by myself. I did my one minute videos, two minute videos, threw them on Instagram, threw them on Facebook, all by myself. Then I decided to take it to the next level and I hired a virtual assistant. Here he is right here. That's Mr. Milan, my Serbian assassin. The reason why he's a Serbian assassin is because he does not live in the United States, he lives in Serbia. How did I find Mr. Milan? I found him on Upwork. Strongly recommend this. Um, if you could find yourself a good virtual assistant, whether they live here in this country or in another country, it's a great opportunity for everyone. Why? Because it's a job for this person who's going to be helping you. You're getting the extra help and maybe something that you're not so good at, like social media marketing. And the way I did it, just to let you know how I found Milan, is I basically Google searched just social media marketer, social media strategist, and job description. And I got the whole job description, I edited it, found a few of them, edited it to the stuff that I really wanted, and I put that in. And within a day, Milan and four or five other people were like in the top 10. Interviewed them, and this is how we how we got Commercial Claims Advocate really going to the next level. And, and he's been great, and it's been great. The team, the team that we've got, that we've put together, because I've got a couple other virtual assistants as well, has been phenomenal. I can't complain at all, not one little complaint. So if you do really wanna take it to the next level and really get that co-schedule, cause you guys are public adjusters, you guys are busy, I get it, you're signing claims. Trust me, I'm still signing claims on a daily basis. I got an appointment in an hour that I have to be at. So it will help you tremendously, okay? Figure out your budget, figure it out. Think about it though. If you get just one or two claims a month from all your social media, it's going to pay for your virtual assistant or whoever it is that you hire and then some. So I strongly recommend virtual assistant go on Upwork to do that. 
And the last thing, and probably the most important, numero uno when it comes to social media marketing is stay consistent. That's the most important. Too many times you go for a week hard and posting on your stories and stuff like that and then you don't do it anymore because it, it just, it's annoying. It takes too much work. Or you go for a week or you go for a month and then you forget about it for a while. You need to stay consistent. I've always said that it takes, it takes a week to a month for people to know who you are. It takes another week to a month for people to actually be engaged in your stuff. Another week for a month for people to actually trust you. And then another week to a month for people to actually buy something from you. So, you know, that right there is like six months of consistency. So as soon as you drop off and you don't come out with those videos or that blog anymore or those posts, people will just completely forget about you. So be consistent. That is the most important thing when it comes to social media marketing is stay and be consistent. And that's it. I'm going to leave links to everything down below of exactly what we talked about. But basically, I think I definitely was promoting uh, Canva for your design. I was promoting co-scheduling to schedule your post. And I was promoting, uh, promoting Upwork to find a virtual assistant. If you got any questions on how we do this, I mean, go ahead and please leave a comment below. Uh, we've gotten pretty good at this stuff. We've got a lot more to come and we're very excited. I don't think I told you in the beginning, but please follow here all our social media channels, which is this YouTube channel, along with LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Go on our website and check it out. We've got the commercialclaimsadvocate.com. We have a month, monthly blog that goes out, and I think you'll enjoy it. So that's that. That's all I got. I can't think of anything else. That is how we social media, and that's how you should social media. I think there's some pretty good tips. You could take it to the next level and get some more work and get some more business. And that's it. I can't think of anything else. You guys have yourself a wonderful day. Have yourself a wonderful week, and then a great weekend. Stay safe. Don't get sick. Don't get COVID. You know, cover up. Do what you got to do to survive. And that's it. I'm out. Enough rambling. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.